You're listening to Bet Your Ash. It is the flagship show of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network, B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin, and sometimes when we be yapping, we be cursing. You're warned. You are now listening to Bet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet That's Cornelius. He is in Denver, Colorado, and I am McGee. I'm in East Mauritius, New York, and we always start in the same place. What are you smoking today, my friend? Well, today I am smoking the Sancho Panza Extra Fuerte. Fuerte. Yeah, I think I got it. Fuerte. And this is a great uh, Honduran Honduran smoke. Um, It has Honduran grown cumin seed leaf on the wrap and Honduran and Nicaraguan filler binder. And it's just, I mean, Sancho Panza, that's also a, uh, that's a Cuban brand. This isn't Cuban, um, but it's a Cuban brand. And it um, definitely, definitely um, is a staple in a lot of humidors. So I hadn't smoked one in a very long time. Don't know if I've smoked one on this podcast, but I figured this morning would be a great morning to check it out it give it a not, try it does not ring a bell that i mean podcast or otherwise i don't i don't i don't think i've ever smoked one yeah so. it uh you know sancho panza i think they changed the packaging hmm. well i we will check in at the end of the pod and see how it's going and i'm kind of curious because um you know maybe i gotta go out of my way to find one yeah. I'm sh- it should not be hard to find. Cool. cool. All right, man. Well, listen, we are we are down to two divisions left. And today we will be discussing the NFC East. Interesting, interesting uh conference. All kinds of um like each team has its own storyline right now. You know, <laughs> like they're all going in different directions and they have, have different stuff going on. So we'll, we'll touch on each of them as we go. But um, it's kind of like a you know, kind of a fascinating division. Um, the first team, because um, we always always go alphabetically. First team is. The Dallas Cowboys. Um. Quick, just to get the draft out of the way, they got an offensive lineman in the first round, but it was pretty late in the first round. Um, and then they were uh, they were pretty consistent. They got a lot of you know, just kind of role players. They got linebacker, you know, tight end, another offensive lineman in the fifth round, you know, that kind of thing. Um, just recently, it's always uh, guys from big schools. You know what I mean? They're getting all these cats from big schools. They did take this wide receiver in the third round from South Alabama who uh, supposedly has some wheels, but, you know, untested when you come from the smaller schools. Yeah. Yeah. Just earlier today, um, 
I got news that Tyron Smith, uh, one of their longtime um, offensive linemen, got hurt and yeah. might be out for the season. And well, I, now they did draft Tyler. Is it Tyler Smith? Tyler Smith. That's the yeah. dude I was talking about from Tulsa. Yeah. The mm-hmm. So he might have to hop in there sooner rather than later. Probably. I can't remember. I was, man, Tyron Smith, he's been around a long, long, I think long time. Eight or nine years, man. And, yeah. and he's been a staple. Well, you think about it, they've, the, the offensive line has been one of the strengths of that team for, for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, and hopefully they have the depth to withstand that injury. They also had a, uh, they also had some wide receiver issues. So when, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're, hasn't been a good preseason for them. They both haven't looked great and they've had some injuries. It doesn't really change my estimation because I didn't, I didn't really have high expectations from them this year. Um, I think Dak's really talented. I think Ezekiel Elliott's um, way overpaid, but you know, solid back. They have another running back. Uh, oh, shit. What's his name? Um what is it? Oh Pollard. yeah, yeah, Pollard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony Pollard. He, uh, I think he is potentially going to be. I mean, not uh, if all things equal, if both players are healthy, I think he could have a bigger impact this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the the gambling stuffs right now. Give me one second. Gotcha. I mean, this is a two-headed division where you're I think so. talking about Dallas or Philadelphia. And every day that goes by, I think we're going closer and closer to Philadelphia. But Well, yeah, if you're going to bet on Philadelphia, you, the sooner rather than later, and I hope you already mm-hmm. did it weeks ago because mm-hmm. it's becoming clear that they are the cream of the crop in this division. Right. Um, but let's let's before we get and, and we'll discuss them. But let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Dallas to win the Super Bowl. You can get the Dallas Cowboys at plus twenty one hundred, so twenty one to one. Mm-hmm. I would argue that that's because they're a public team and they get a lot of public bets. You know, mm-hmm. I think that they're. You should probably be like for me to bet on them. I would want something closer to forty five. Not to um, mention, not to mention, they're the Lakers of the NFL, right? I mean, everybody bets. There are too many fans. They're Notre Dame, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, in college, it's the same thing. Um, and sometimes we factor that, you know, when we talk about these games week to week, which will start in what two weeks or something like that. Um, when we do that, we talk about that sometimes. We're like, dude, this line is only this way because the Joe Public loves this team. You know, like this is the same thing mm-hmm. happens with these feature lines, you know, especially by the time you and I are talking about them. Well, in this one is specifically a week before season starts. This has been out for months and action mm-hmm. has come in from smart guys and dumb guys alike um, for months. And so the, the we're, 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 we're like looking for the spots that the community that the betting community fucked up more than um, what we actually think is going to happen at this point. Right. 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 So now let's keep going now to win the NFC championship just to get to the Super Bowl. They're 10 to one plus 1000. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to win the division. Uh, the, to win the, 
division, the Dallas Cowboys are plus 145. So 100 wins you 145. Um, and then when we go through this uh, roster, or this schedule we're about to go through, we are looking for over under 10 wins. That seems like a high number, but let's remember <laughs> they get to play the Washington Commanders twice and the uh, uh, what's the other team? What's that fourth team? in this league. uh that's new york Giants. yeah oh yeah they are so bad all right let's uh let's look at the schedule they start um they start at home jerry world against the tampa bay buccaneers and then they're at home against the bengals then they're at the new york giants at the uh, at home against the commanders at the la rams at the philadelphia eagles at home against the lions at home against the Bears, at the Packers, at the Vikings, at home against the Giants, at home against the Colts, at home against the Texans, at the Jaguars, at home against the Eagles, at the Titans, and at the Commanders. Hmm. Eh, I think it's a little low. You think the number's low? You think they're yeah. gonna get more wins than ten? I I put it right at ten and a half, eleven. Huh. I only counted like nine wins there, and if they have like one more injury, you know, mm-hmm. that goes down to seven real quick. Well, you know? I mean, there's a lot. Like you got the Jags, you got two okay. with the Commanders, two with I the, counted. Um, I counted those as wins. Okay. I gave them the Colts. Oh, I, I gave did not. them. I did not. Okay. I like I gave, the Colts, man. The Colts have that great offensive line. Defense is great. Yeah. And the running back. And, ooh, and Matt Ryan's a vet, man. If it come December, by if, if they're like on the verge of in or out of the playoffs, I could see them like hmm. this is a big game. This could be a really big game for the Colts. Yeah, I gave them the Colts. I gave them the uh Texans. Um, and so we're at six, and then I no, we're at seven. Um and then I gave him at least four wins. I gave him um, Lions and Bears there. Yeah, Lions and Bears. So that's nine. And that and then, was, I mean, and even so, they got to beat the Bengals to get to 10 there. I don't know. It's, I think it's tough. Tough is, well, 10 is a tough number for this round. I mean, I mean, I gave him nine. I think they'll beat the Colts. I, I do. Hmm. Um, but, and that's the one if in there. And then, I'm saying, uh, okay, you got Rams, you got um, Tampa Bay, you got um, Green Bay, you got Titans, you got Bengals. Those are tough games. The Vikings are tough, man. Vikings at home. All the games that I mentioned that I gave them to get them to nine, um, that I gave them to give them to nine, get them to nine, are games that they absolutely should win. So I'm like, okay, come on. You're the freaking Cowboys. Yeah. You're supposed to. You're supposed to dominate anyway. Out of those other, uh, that's just nine. So out of those other eight games, you got to put up two. You got to show up for two. I think you have a higher. Um, you have you have stronger feelings about this than I do. I 
I I really like if you weren't here, I would mm-hmm. be saying, oh, I'm betting the under. But because you're saying what you're saying, I am looking at you as the voice of reason. And I am not going to wager the under. I'm not going to wager mm-hmm. anything on the Cowboys. And if they have a bad season, I'm going to be mad at you. And if mm-hmm. they have a good season, mm-hmm. I'm going to be very appreciative of your presence in my life. So they won 12 last year, right? Yeah, I don't. they're not going to get to 12. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Uh, and, and they got to 12 despite losing to the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> and not just losing, but getting spanked by the Broncos. Yeah, that was so, a wild game last year. Man, the Broncos, I've, I have so much higher expectations of them this year than last year. That's crazy. I don't know how about how they're approaching it, though. The way that they're approaching it, I'm like, no starters play no preseason. There's a there's an argument to be made that there's nothing to be gained uh, there. All that I can agree. happen is people getting injured. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see if it works, man. If if they get just destroyed week one, we'll chalk that up to a mm-hmm. bad decision. We'll call that one a bad decision. You know, you know uh, I'll, I'll say this much. Okay. I used to I used to do uh, field and track, right? Yeah. And I've never someone... heard anybody say it in that order. Track and field. That's what most people say. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I always do that. I'll tell I'll tell you all fair why I call it feel and track. But um uh and that stuck with me for a very long time. I don't know how they did that. But the point I'm making is is our coach would always the meets would be early. I mean, like we would show up to some of these meets on a Saturday morning, like at eight o'clock with brisk, you know, eight o'clock morning, right? Jeez, I don't need that in my life. So um you know, you get up to a certain high level, the 440, which is once around the track, is a full sprint around the track. I mean, it's a it's it's not a you know, it's a it, I, that was my race. And it's a, it's a decent race. I, I, I was um, on some of the sprints, but I was definitely not the fastest at all. And uh, I love doing the sprints, but my coach was like, you're not going to do that. If anything, I want you to do long distance across country. I was like, 440 sounds good. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I am not doing that. You know, so I was like, okay, 440, you know, we can meet in, we can compromise in the middle. So, um, but we would go out and we would do these warmups and do these warmups and do these warmups. And then each one of us on our race would have to uh, do all these stretches. And then we would do like a, you know, just a pop-up run where you're not going full speed, another pop-up run, then a, like a third pop-up run, which is a little faster. Then after all the stretching, all of the jogging around and all of that, then we would get down and then he would say, all right, you know, we're timing and boom, right out of the gate. Right. So there was a, a a friend of mine who showed up to the meet late and he was not there for the warmups or anything. However, he was the fastest person. I think that I've seen even in that I've ever seen that I knew, right. The guy was just fast and he came in and he was like, uh, your late coach was giving him all kind of grief, getting up in his grill. And he was like, you know, you're the first race up. What's going on? You know, get your butt in there and do, you know, blah, blah, blah. So whatever. And so where I was positioned, I was positioned behind the sprinters. And he went right in, got in the block and pow, took off. And I'm telling you, three strides in, I saw this kid's hamstring 
like he had put a roll of freaking Pringle potato chips in his back hamstring. Oh and, man, and I was hoping it was, that wasn't where the story was going. To. Oh my, I saw that. I was like, what is that inside of his leg? Like, Ooh. how did I get inside of his skin Ooh. like that? It's like he you dropped the can. Of, Cousins, when we saw, literally yeah. saw the muscle fall inside of his leg. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. That was the worst. So my point is, is this: the human body, mm. okay, needs to now, warm up. I'm and I'm when I say warm up, I'm talking about oh okay, and I'm not talking about practice. I'm not talking about warm ups. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about the conditioning of the human body to be ready day one to go full blast, and a lot of these teams are doing that. So I'm just saying, can the Broncos really afford to go? semi-blast hey i would even say last year green bay uh what's his name um aaron Rodgers wasn't ready for game one he was not ready i'm just saying he was i remember but but i remember when tom brady and the broncos uh, wouldn't do shit in preseason and then they would treat september the first four games in september (laughs) like their preseason and they'd be mm-hmm. you know one and three and then they'd be like hold my beer <laughs> and yeah, yeah, in yeah. the season 13 and three or something crazy you know? mm-hmm. so, no you're right you're right yeah there's different ways to look at it ultimately you want every i think i think it's way more important to have everybody healthy focused on the same page and motivated at the end of the regular season than it mm-hmm. is at the beginning of the regular season i agree just my stats. Um, I feel like I need to stretch now after hearing this talk <laughs> of field and track. So let's take a quick break and right. uh, then we'll get back and we'll talk about the rest of this division. All right. We'll do. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1 800 522 4700 or 1 Gambler. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1 800 9 with it. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. We are back. Let's uh, keep it rolling with the NFC East. We talked about the Dallas Cowboys. Next is the Philadelphia Eagles. Like we said, this is kind of a two-horse race. These are the two horses. I kind of like this horse more, <laughs> personally. Uh, there's continuity, right? They got their, this is their second year with their head coach. Like They got um, the quarterback, and they see, who seems to be growing and they seem to believe in them um and those are both very important for a quarterback success um as far as uh the draft is concerned right they were they were nine and eight last year but like we remember if you remember correctly like they ended very strong right they were they, mm-hmm. they had a better and they're better at the end of the year at the beginning of the year okay yeah as far as the draft is concerned they only had like five draft picks right but one of them, I think, was one of the better picks in the draft. At the 13th pick, they got a defensive tackle from Georgia, Jordan Davis. And I know you don't watch a lot of college football, but my friend, when you saw the Georgia Bulldogs step out onto the field last year, you were in awe. Like, you were legit, like, this is NFC or NFL size. And then the defensive line came out, and they were even, they were just monstrous. So this dude has all, like, I remember watching him, he's got all the physical gifts, he's come from a great team, our program, and if he pans out, he's going to be the real deal in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, shout out to uh, uh, another show on the pod on the podcast network, the Bet Your Ash Podcast Network, BYAPN, B Yappin, uh, the Nebraska Hour. Um, in the second round, these guys, the Philadelphia Eagles, they drafted a Nebraska Cornhusker, a center, named Cameron Jurgens. It's always it's always good to draft the the college centers because you can turn them into guards if you have to on the uh, on the NFL level and they're smart guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, gambling, gambling. That's that's what we're here to do. The Eagles to win the Super Bowl twenty to one plus two thousand. Mm. Seems like a long stretch, but like that, you know what? They're they're not in that group of teams where you're like, ah, this is, you know, one of these three teams is mm-hmm. probably the winner. They're in that next group that like everything goes right and they get hot, you know, maybe. Yeah. Just to make mention six, seven years ago when they did win it all, they were in that same group. Just exactly. want to keep that in mind. You're absolutely right. They won with a, a rookie <laughs> quarterback and who got injured and then they put in Nick Foles. Yep. Um, to win the com the conference, sorry the yeah the conference to win the conference and go to the Super Bowl, plus nine hundred so nine to one to win the NFC, to win the division they are the exact same odds as the Dallas Cowboys plus one forty five to win the division a hundred wins you one hundred and forty five you are still getting a plus number to bet them to win the division mm. and when we look at this roster or this schedule. We are looking for over or under nine and a half wins. Wow. All right. Now it's isn't that isn't that some major contradiction? They have the same odds, but their over under is off by half a game. Mm-hmm. Is that your is that the yeah. contradiction you're pointing out? Mm-hmm. I think that's just indicative of the public, you know, the tax that you have mm-hmm. to pay on the um on the cowboys. You know what I mean? I think no matter what, if you want to bet the Cowboys, you're not going to get an accurate number. You're going to and, have to be an extra half a game or right. an extra point or, or less a point or two on your favor on your favor. And the the studious better knows that the Eagles did not make the playoffs last year. Yeah, and I think they're motivated. the Cowboys did, and got so smoked, you, right? So yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. So you are about to right now run off the schedule which should be a lot easier than the maybe not a lot it it should be one slot easier right because they look at the slots in the division the slot Mm -hmm. a b c d right um so they should get the b slot schedule so let's see what it looks then again all these teams change like they're some are better Mm. than they were last year yeah yeah all right so they start the season Tough start, man. It's a tough start of the season because they have to go to a tough team that's on hard knocks right now. And everybody in the world is like, the Lions are the toughest. They're they're so they're gonna go out there and just outwork people, right? So it's the Eagles start the season at the Detroit Lions. Then they are at home against the Vikings, at the Washington Commanders, at home against the Jaguars, at the Arizona Cardinals, at home against the Cowboys. At home against the Steelers, at the Texans, at home against the Commanders, at the Colts, at home against the Packers, at home against the Titans, at the Giants, at the Bears, at the Cowboys, at home against the Saints, 
and at home against the Giants. Hmm. So I say, run out to your nearest Walgreens or wherever you can to place this bet because yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. Literally, I'm doing, I want to do it right this second. Uh, Holy shit! I think they're going to go the thirteen over, and four. I think they're the, going to go thirteen yeah. and four this season. The over and the division. Yeah. Yeah, yes. they're really good, man. They're really yeah. good. I, I think, I think, like, I was listening to, and I don't usually listen to like fantasy preview shows, but mm-hmm. I was listening to a fantasy preview show, and one of the big uh, experts was like, Jalen Hurts is my fourth highest, highest rated quarterback in the league because wow. he's going to go, he's going to run for touchdowns and throw for touchdowns, and mm-hmm. he's really good. He's really talented, and his team is designed to support his talents right like it's designed around it's like baltimore when we talked about baltimore right mm-hmm. the the whole roster is developed around the talent set of the core of the most important athlete on the team right so i think the eagles are doing the same thing um mm-hmm. like, watch out man watch out for the eagles this year watch let's keep it rolling mm-hmm. um let's let's talk about the washington commanders we should we could probably wrap this whole podcast up pretty soon because mm-hmm. this isn't going to take long. No, they're a mess from ownership down. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been a mess from ownership down for some time. Uh, I mean, think about it like this: last year they didn't even have a name at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the Washington Commanders, and they are the commies uh, in the in the capital of, of, of worldwide democracy. They're they're referred to as the commies. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they were seven and ten last year. I I would argue that they overperformed, or over uh, uh, you know. Yeah, outshot their expectations, whatever you want to call it. Um, in the draft, they went to, you know, people don't realize that Penn State is kind of like a lot of, it's kind of like a, there's a lot of kids that go to Penn State from the Washington, D.C. area. It's really not that far. It's right up, it's just up the highway. So mm-hmm. bringing in a Penn State kid, it's kind of local for for the Washington Commanders. They brought in a wide receiver named Jahan Dotson. Um, I mean, he, he was the, the, the bright point in the Penn State football program last year. Like he catches every pretty much everything in his in his, you know, what I mean, radius. He hauls in it. It's it's like mm-hmm. Velcro. It's really impressive, man. It really it was really impressive. But Penn State wasn't much last year. Like they weren't the Penn State of old, you know. Um mm-hmm. They got a couple, uh, you know, second round. They got a defensive uh, defensive lineman from Alabama, and then they got a running back from Alabama in the third round. I mean, I, I, never hurts to take Alabama guys. Obviously, they've been around Saban, you know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them work out really well in the NFL. But let's uh, let's let's talk about gambling. Okay. Oh yeah, they got Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback. They signed him. That was a big one in the offseason. Mm-hmm. You should probably point that out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, to win the Super Bowl, 80 to 1 plus 8,000 to mm. win the championship and go to the Super Bowl, 33 to 1 plus 3,300 to win the division, plus 500, 5 to 1. And when we go through this schedule here, this seems like a big number. Over under eight wins. Eight wins. Now that's still under 500, but still eight wins. I have heard some people that are high on the on the Washington Commanders this year. Uh, I just don't happen to be myself, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so let's go to the schedule, see if we find eight wins. They start the season at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then they're at the Lions, at home against the Eagles, at the Cowboys, at home against the Titans, at the Bears, at home against the Packers, at the Colts, at home against the Vikings, at the Eagles, at the Texans, at home against the Falcons, at the Giants, and then at home against the Giants, at the 49ers, at home against the Browns, and at home against the Cowboys. Don't do it. Bet the under, man. This team's not going to get to eight wins. This is a oh. tough schedule. Well, I mean, they, there's some stuff in there, but... Uh... I mean, I'm looking at five wins this season. Like, legit five wins at the most. I don't have any faith in Carson Wentz. He's not the Carson no. Wentz that we thought he was going to no. be. Those are that injury, that knee injury really fucked him up, man. When he was going to be the, the MVP of the, the fucking season that year. I mean, mm-hmm. of the of the league that year. And like that, that knee injury, he was never the same after that, man. No, no, he was not. Uh, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm pretty. I feel pretty confident in under eight wins. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, not even. It's like I'm. I'm spending the money already in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, <laughs> you can't. I wonder. You want wonder. to? You want to be like? No, they're gonna. They're uh, you know, a plucky football team. They're gonna try hard. Like, like, I want you no. Know. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. You know, speaking about the Commanders and the Giants. Um, I, I just wonder, does a coach start the year out with actually saying, Hey, we have no chance (laughs) of winning anything division. Uh, I mean, I wonder, do they really have that in their mind? You know, now you talk about that second tier, like the Eagles, do they have it in their mind? They probably have it in their mind that they can take the division conference. Yeah. eh. Super I bet Bowl. you they're. Uh, I bet you the Eagles are showing up, and they're like, "Yeah, we think we're going to be pretty good." And then they're seeing Jalen Hurts play better in the practice than he did last year, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we're going to be really good," you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and and you're probably right. It's the exact opposite in Washington. They're showing up like, "All right, let's go go to work. Let's go get this paycheck. Let's go to work. Let's 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 get through this season healthy." And then they're seeing their team and preseason and they're like this is bad (laughs) well you know i i I say that and no disrespect to ron rivera because love the guy cancer survivor tough guy he is about an 85 bears that's true i always forget that he knows what it means to win so i think that he might look clean past what he's working with and literally um be looking at hey all you have to do is show up and you're already here in the NFL. You just need to show up and maximize your talent every single game, every single play. And I think he's that type of coach. And he's like, and if you do that, hey, we're going to be somewhere towards the top. And, you know, I think wasn't not last year, but year before last, 
he, you know, he was like, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't saying much because I think, I think, uh, I think that it was, I can't remember who won that year, but I think it was a losing record that won that year. That was the year before last was the year Alex Smith's knee or leg got like blown to pieces. Is that that year? No, he actually came back. Okay. Um, so you're talking yeah. about the year that he came back and actually did his swan song. Yeah, they weren't that yeah. bad that year. I remember. Yeah. And they were in the mix. You yeah, know, even I though remember. there were three teams with losing and he went records. out and started a game or a couple games and yeah, everybody yeah, was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I like I said I remember I, I was pissed because I had Ben Roethlisberger for comeback player of the year and he was like yeah. a shoe in it all the whole season I'm like just don't put it out. Just don't put it Alex Smith. Just don't put it Alex Smith. And of course, they put it Alex Smith, and I had no. Obviously, I just lost that. You know what I mean? (laughs) He needed one one throw, and he won that award that year. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do it. Let's let's wrap this. Let's wrap this puppy up and talk about the New York Giants. Now, I would argue that they have a pretty talented quarterback who plays down like he's talented but he makes mistakes and you can't do that in the nfl Mm -hmm. i would argue that they have a super talented running back who is unfortunately injury prone Mm -hmm. i would argue that they are unimpressive everywhere else on their roster Mm -hmm. and they have a new first coach or head coach again and it's just a it should show status you know what i mean legit shit so status can you uh place a bet for who will be in last place in the entire nfl no you should be able to these guys might get it. oh you know what you might be able to bet the way you do it i think is you bet who's gonna have first draft her uh, first pick yeah, in the draft first right pick in the draft. and I, I this is a legit possibility you're right yeah. and i think there's a great chance for us to make some money on the under because it is too high let's get into this yeah. um they were four and 13 last year i could argue i would argue it, it would be impressive if they get past that mm-hmm. now they did some work in the draft right they did two first rounders in the five spot they got Kayvon thibodeau defensive end from oregon who got injured in the preseason. <laughs> then the, in the seventh pick of the first round, they got an offensive tackle from Alabama named Evan Neal stud, you know, big, big dude. They also got, uh, you know, they got a wide receiver from Kentucky in the second round. They got a pair of third rounders, pair of fourth rounders, pair of three fifth rounders. You know why they had all these picks? You know why they made all these picks? It's because they are rebuilding. Right, so now they're just young. <laughs> like, look how look how young this roster is. Right? It's, it's it's just they're a year for a year away from e- even us like considering them to as being ready. And unfortunately, there's probably going to be some change of quarterback and running back, and as a result of the rest of the team not being on the same t- same time schedule. Yeah. But. Who do they have starting at quarterback this year? Daniel Daniel Jones, the dude from is Duke. He, I know, but is he going to start? Yeah, for sure. He's so athletic. He always looks yeah. great in practice, and then he goes out in games. <laughs> I know. But, you know, it's like when you're at the bottom, you really can't afford your first-round picks or your, you know, the people that you that are that are turning the major Titanic around to yeah, go down. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we didn't even bring up for the commanders chase young yeah i mean i think he's back and healthy but i mean i think he's going to be part of going to be back and healthy Uh but 
we're not going to if if we're going to consistently not see him on the field then what's the difference between well what's the difference between that and Saquon Barkley yeah. like you know you you're talented, both of these teams you're both talented, of these teams you're getting paid but you're not um you're not living up to it like um, no you're right both of these teams they have made some picks, some great picks in the draft. Yeah, I mean, Chase, like great picks. Yeah, felt well, like great picks. Chase Young two years ago was freaking popping around like a beast. I mean, I was like, going into last guy? year, we were talking about their defense. You know what I mean? Being yeah. oh, that might be one of the sneaky, sneaky good defense and yeah, all that bullshit. Yeah. Right? yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. How many? How many wins can we get out of the Giants? <laughs> where do where do they have well, them let's, let's let's talk about the gambling all right to oh, okay. win the super bowl 125 to one i would want better <laughs> honestly yeah, yeah. i think that to, there's been better in <laughs> to I, I win feel. the championship and to, to make the super bowl is 50 to one so plus five thousand mm-hmm. to win the division they are plus 750 projected to be last basically mm-hmm. and when we go through this roster or this schedule God, I've done that every time, I think. I keep trying to call it a roster. Mm-hmm. When we go through the schedule, the question is over or under seven wins. Oh, wow. All right. The New York Giants. They start the season on the road. Yeah. On the road at the Tennessee Titans. Then they are at home against Baker Mayfield-led Carolina Panthers. Then they're at home against the Dallas Cowboys. At home against the Chicago Bears. At the Green Bay Packers. At home against the Baltimore Ravens. At oh, at the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the Seattle Seahawks. At home against the Texans. At home against the Lions. At the Cowboys. At home against the Commanders. At home against the Eagles. At the Commanders, at the Vikings, at home against the Colts, and at the Eagles. It's an easy schedule. It's an easy schedule, right? Like oh. it, it doesn't get any easier than this. No. Uh, but seven wins. <laughs> I mean, and they're, and, they're, and, they're, and I, I, Seahawks, I, right? I even <laughs> gave them. I even gave them a split with the Cowboys because they always give the Cowboys such grief. I even gave them a split there, and I still don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they can beat the Seahawks. I think they can beat the Commanders once. The Texans. <laughs> I think they could beat the Texans. They might be able to steal one against like the Jaguars, although I think mm. the Jaguars probably are a little better than they were last year. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I just they're not getting the seven. No fucking way. No, no. No. And no way. I'm I'm but, literally betting it as we speak. I'm not even I I don't even have enough respect for this team to wait for us to finish the pot. <laughs> like I'm putting it in right now. <laughs> so I guess for the NFC East, we're saying under on the New York Giants, under on the Washington Commanders. We flop the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. The Philadelphia Eagles actually going over their nine and a half wins yeah. that they're slated. And we strongly suggest to take a look at that bet the over on the games and bet them for the division yeah i like the eagles i'm i'm i agree with you 
And, those and then are the we're, best. we're we are our opinions differ when it comes to the Cowboys. So mm-hmm. because of that, we're, we're, we're just gonna lay off that action. Oh yeah, the over on the Cowboys definitely. Yeah, I mean, that it go. just seems like you and I have a different expectation of their season, yeah. and so we'll just stay away from that. Because one day, what you're like, one of these seasons they're gonna show up. And they have to. Shoot. They have too many resources not to. But and I not just show don't... up in the regular season, but show up in the postseason. I just don't yeah. think it's this season. They might not huh? even make it. Okay. Um, this t- this division might be a one team, one playoff team kind of division this year. Well, is that has it been any different any other season for the last uh, half true. a decade? Or true, last year their playoff uh, representative had a losing record, right? Oh no, no, that it was, was the, year. Uh, no, that was two were, years ago, right? Dallas was twelve and five. Yeah. All right, man. Well, how right. how about that, Sancho Panza? Mm smoking it right now it is a great smoke um has a lot of flavor it's not it's light plus light plus to medium really really good flavor though um can be a morning smoke someone who likes to smoke lighter smokes um that they're that's their profile this could be one of their stronger smokes in their profile and um it's a great great smoke I, i feel like i don't know um, I got to look into it. I don't know if they kept the normal box press Sancho Panza or if they retooled it. And this is actually uh, around Sancho Panza. But I sent you the uh, photos, so it'll be up on the yeah, pod. Yeah, up on the Instagram and... on the Instagram feed. We are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. It's at Bet Your Ash Pod, and. You are recording the pod from the studio level of Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge in the, on the planet. Um, also on uh, Instagram, it is uh, at Capital Cigars uh, on there. Uh, can, is it or at Denver Capital Cigars? Something like that. Just search for Capital Cigars. You'll find it. At, at Denver Capital. At Denver Capital Cigars. Yeah. That's right. Um and uh yeah check in with us there um hey man we have one more division to talk about the afc east we'll do it after the weekend okay sounds like a plan all right man enjoy yours you too that was another episode of bet your ash we like to use this opportunity at the end of podcasts to say thank you to some people so Binsky and Timmy Nebraska and Brock White and Casey Earl Flynn and Corey Collins and you, listener. Thank you all. We appreciate you all tremendously. We are available at BetYourAsh.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else fine podcasts are heard. Please share them with your friends and review them and rate them. And we will talk to you next time.